Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over when I add the salt to a pool. If I'm converting a pool from chlorine to salt, or if there's a new construction, I'll go over the guidelines that I follow when I charge the pool uh, with salt so that the salt water generator can be turned on. Leslie's Pool Supplies is a proud partner of the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Leslie's Pool Supplies has been do-it-yourselfers and pool trade professionals trusted partners since 1963, providing quality products and services to make pool care easy, and solutions and expertise to do it right. So I'll start with when I add the salt to a plaster pool that was just built and filled with water. And in my opinion, this is this can be the most problematic scenario. Um, Pebble Tech is a little more durable. The acid demand in Pebble Tech is not as high as plaster. But if you add the salt to a plaster pool too early, this can cause a lot of problems with the particular startup of the pool. So my rule of thumb is the longer period you can wait to add the salt to a plaster pool after it was just constructed and filled with water or replastered if you had your pool remodeled and replastered and you had a salt water generator installed. The longer you can wait to add the salt to the pool, the better off you're going to be. And I'll go over some reasons why waiting longer with a plaster pool is definitely more optimal. If you just had a Pebble Tech pool constructed or you remodeled your pool to Pebble Tech, not quite as critical. It does make a difference also, but not quite as bad as with a plaster or gunite pool. So basically what happens with a plaster pool, when you fill the plaster, um, depending on the startup method, there could be a lot of plaster dust in there, of course. But one of the keys, I think, with adding the salt too early is the fact that the pH and alkalinity can be hard to balance in a plaster pool startup. Um, for a number of reasons, but the main reason is that the plaster itself, as it's curing, has a very high acid demand, and so it's going to want acid all the time. And if you've ever done a startup with a new pool, you know that the pH shoots up pretty rapidly, pretty quickly, and so that's one reason why you don't want to add the salt to the pool, and I'll go over that um, a little bit more detail um, just in a second. And also what's critical is the alkalinity in a startup pool, you want to make sure the alkalinity stays above 80. Um, usually for the first three to six months, you don't want it to drop below that point because low alkalinity can cause um, some modeling of the plaster and it could cause other problems. So you want to keep the alkalinity you know, 80. A lot of people keep it over 100 the first six months. I think that's very optimal. And the pH, if it keeps going up rapidly, could cause scaling in the pool. So when you add salt to a pool, and turn on the salt water generator, what happens is that the one of the side effects of it producing chlorine using the salt is that it raises the pH in your pool to quite a high level. So you're starting out with a pool where the pH is a problem to begin with because the plaster has a high acid demand, and then you have a salt water generator generating chlorine, also raising the pH high. And so your pH can get really out of control. I mean, it could get really sky high, 
causing all kinds of problems. It could cause problems with scaling in the pool. And you may find that when you touch your pool plaster after the first four or five months, it feels like sandpaper. And that's because the scaling is out of control because the pH is really too high in the pool um, week to week. I also find that by adding the salt early, it does affect the alkalinity also. Since the pH is so high, sometimes you'll have really low alkalinity with high pH, making it more complex, more complex to balance the water and bring the pH down. So salt, adding the salt to the pool really uh, messes up or makes it more complicated to get the pH in range in the first six months of a new plaster pool. So generally, the builders will say wait at least a month before you're adding salt to the plaster cures. I say wait at least 60 days or two months, three months, and you know if you want to go to four months, that's fine too. But usually after 90 days is when I'll consider adding the salt to the pool. By then, you've had a pretty good handle on the pH. The acid demand is going to be higher still, but it's not going to be as high as or as prevalent, or it's not going to be a problem as in the first three months of it. Sometimes it does have a problem in the first six months where the acid demand is high still, but in most cases, I'll add the salt after 90 days. So I'll be using liquid chlorine. I'll make sure the conditioner level is at the 50 parts per million. When I add the salt, I'll raise the conditioner level up to about 80 parts per million. So for the first um, 90 days, you can actually use a combination of liquid chlorine and you can put a tablet floater and use a little bit of trichlor tablets in there to keep the pool from turning week to week. And then after the 90 days pass, you can add the salt to the pool, turn on a salt water generator and get everything working. And if you add the salt too early, a lot of times you can cause that scale to develop and it could be really hard to get it back under control um, later on. So if you do add the salt, you do notice scaling in the pool. One method that I use to really help with the scaling is I'll add the Butech product by Easy Care. It's really great at getting the scale off the pool surface. So I'll add you know, the uh, bottle of the Butech, maybe two bottles, and then I'll brush the plaster vigorously every week that I service the pool. And you do see results after about two months of doing this adding the maintenance dose of the Butech and then brushing the pool continuously, very vigorously for the two months that you're treating it for the scale. And I've had really good results. The scale will go away. But the point is you don't really want the scale there to begin with. So there's no reason to add the salt after the first 30 days because that could cause a scaling problem in a, a plaster pool especially. So it also can cause a staining problem if you use the salt and the pool hasn't cured completely. So if you put the salt in after two weeks, there's a possibility that the salt kid stain could cause staining of the pool surface, and you don't want that either. So it's better to wait the air on the side of caution and wait longer to add the salt. One particular brand of salt, I mentioned this in a different podcast, is the Clorox salt. It does have something in there that keeps it from clumping up. And this element, depending on which bag you get, it's kind of like Russian roulette. You may get a bag with more of this uh, mineral or element in it, and this will cause staining of the pool surface. So I would say avoid the Clorox brand salt completely. I wouldn't use that at all um, in any, any kind of pool, either a startup or a pool that you've converted from chlorine to salt. Use the other brands of salt, but stay away from the Clorox salt until they correct the problem that they're having with it. And then um, if you have a Pebble Tech pool, I think after 30 days, you can probably put the salt in there. If the pH is stable, typically the acid demand in a Pebble Tech pool isn't a problem. 
Um, it has a lower acid demand because it's basically just a stone, whereas plaster is cement, so the acid demand is much higher. And if you have a fiberglass or vinyl pool, I think waiting 30 days is perfectly fine to add the salt. If you have a chlorine pool and you're converting it over the salt, um, definitely you can add the salt right away after you install the saltwater generator. Just follow the directions of the generator. Typically, the one you leave it off for 24 hours and when you add the salt to the pool. But there's no reason to wait uh, if you have a plaster pool, pebble tech, or vinyl or fiberglass pool. If it already has water in it for a long period of time and you're just converting it to salt, you can add the salt as soon as you hook up the salt water generator. That's not going to cause a problem. And you can add all the salt at the same time. So depending on your pool size, you may be adding 200 pounds, 300 pounds, 400 pounds. It's really not a major issue when you add all the salt at the same time. You just have to run your pool for 24 hours so that everything will dissolve and then you'll turn on the generator and then it should start producing chlorine. But for the new pool startups, I think there's no rush to get the salt in there. You can just keep it as a chlorine pool. Once you turn the saltwater generator on, it's going to be a chlorine pool anyway. It's going to produce the chlorine using the saltwater generator. So there's not really any difference. And I think if you're cautious enough and you're like me, you don't want to cause any problems for your client. I don't want any scaling problems. I don't want any problems with staining of the plaster. I definitely wait as long as possible. If the customer insists on having the salt turned on in the first 30 days or 60 days, I always explain to them that the reason why I hold off on adding the salt to the pool is that I've seen firsthand when someone adds salt too early and how it causes the uh, scaling of the pool that you may not notice right away, but six months later you're going to notice the scaling of the pool and also staining of the pool if you add the salt too early. And I also explained to them by me using liquid chlorine and maybe some tablets um, during the week is the same thing basically that the salt water generator is going to do anyway. It's just a different way of introducing the chlorine to the pool. So it's really not no different than adding liquid chlorine to the pool. Once the salt water generator turns on, it's going to be adding chlorine, basically liquid chlorine in a gas form. So I'm not doing anything. Um, there's nothing different about the salt water system and adding chlorine manually, basically. Once I understand that, they realize that it's not a big deal to have the salt up and running right away. I think a lot of people are anxious about it because they think that the salt is a cleaner or safer or non-chlorine or they have these myths in their head that the salt is better for them when it's in reality it's basically the same thing. So I kind of educate them on that and then usually they hold off and wait because again you don't want any problems by adding it too early and this is something that um, a lot of people in the industry don't really talk about too much but I know from experience that the longer you wait to turn on that saltwater generator especially in a new pool startup a plaster pool the better off you are as far as the outcome of the startup of the pool and problems later presenting themselves by adding the salt too early. So if you're taking over a pool or if you're a homeowner that has a pool that you just had constructed or remodeled and you have a saltwater generator just leave the system off. It's not going to cause any problem with the system. Um, you may have to clean it before you turn it on after waiting two or three months. There might be some scale on the plates. But other than that, leaving the system off for the two months or three month period is not going to cause any problem with the system. In fact, you're going to just add a little bit more lifespan to your salt system by leaving it off for the first two or three months on the other end of it. So to summarize, if you have a pool that's just a regular chlorine pool, you don't you know, remodel it or replaster it, you can add the salt right away once you install the salt water generator. And if you have a pool that's plaster, a plaster pool that was just constructed or remodeled or replastered, hold off on the salt 
for 90 days. And if you have a Pebble Tech pool that you just had built or remodeled in the Pebble Tech, you can add the salt within 30 days. I think that's perfectly fine. As long as you have the pH and alkalinity under control, then you can add the salt to the pool to turn on the salt water generator. But don't be surprised when you see the pH jump to 8.4 or higher in the first week or two with the salt water generator running. And don't be surprised you're going to be adding a lot of muriatic acid or dry acid to lower that pH down week to week a lot more than you would do with the pool that does not have a salt water generator. And if you're a homeowner looking for more resources for your pool care, definitely check out my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. I have a lot of helpful web pages there, as well as an ebook available for $9.99. And if you do this for a living and you need more help or you want to um, expand your business or just get more educated in your business, definitely think about my coaching program. For $10 a month, you can text me in real time. And for $20 a month, you can call me. Plus, there's other great discounts and benefits for being in the group. You can learn more about the coaching program at Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.